The following podcast is a deep, shallow dive production. Okay, let's go. Everybody, happy Wednesday. And man, 2024 is off and running. All right, let's jump into it. You know, I did want to catch up on a couple news stories, some things that happened over the holidays and then even happened yesterday that I thought uh, would be good to cover in case you did not catch those. First of all, so I'm sure you guys were abreast of that entire situation with the presidents of various universities. I think we talked about it a little bit, but the the last one, Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard University, she resigned yesterday. And that was kind of a surprise because it looked like she was going to be the one to make it through that entire situation. President Obama, supposedly, I, I couldn't verify this, but supposedly behind the scenes, he was advocating for her. And I don't know, Something happened yesterday and she resigned. I was listening to several other Harvard professors who actually were in tremendous support of her and they were very disappointed at that decision and they didn't quite understand it because it looked like she was in the clear. So I don't know, man. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see what comes out. You know, obviously there's a lot of intricate factors in that. You've got you know, the incredibly strong, I'm sure, and wealthy and powerful Jewish alumni base from Harvard. But at the same time, you know, she's a black woman. So, you know, that's at play as well. So like the racism stuff and, hey, man, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But there's multiple things at play in that situation. From the interviews of hers outside of the Senate congressional hearing that I listened to, and I did actually listen to several. She is a highly intelligent woman and very articulate. So anyway, we shall see what comes of that. All right. The other story that seems to, all right. The other story that's gaining some more steam. We've talked about it before and we'll see what happens, but the list of Jeffrey Epstein's associates named in the lawsuit is expected to be released this month. You know, there's a lot of chatter with Bill Clinton's name. You know, that's not a surprise. His name has been circling Epstein probably from the beginning. Him, Bill Gates, and, you know, they throw Trump in there, but there's there's a lot of evidence, and Trump's even come out, and Trump's the only one that's, well, no, Bill Gates did come out and address his relationship with Epstein, but actually, it sounded horrible what Bill Gates said. I think I played it in one episode. But Trump has came out and said, and it's, I'm pretty sure this is accurate. He was never on the Lolita Express and never went to Epstein Island. So here's the thing, you know, are they going to release names of quote unquote associates, like people that did business with them? You know, if you remember Robert F. Kennedy Jr. admitted to basically catching a ride with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell to Palm Springs. And again, I mean, I think any association with that dude is not a good look, but I think what the public really wants is the list of folks that potentially, and again, I'll say potentially, are involved in something nefarious and some type of, you know, God, ugh, I don't even want to say the words, but if you've been following, you know what I'm talking about. I think that's what people want. They want the list of people that did bad stuff. 
And they want those people to be held accountable. You know, I don't really care if you played golf with Jeffrey Epstein. All right. Obviously, the situation in Gaza between Israel and Hamas is continued. And you know what? If you guys remember, I can't remember which episode it was, but you know, one thing I did say was that I felt like one of the differences between this situation with quote unquote Hamas is unlike the, you know, the Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, well, really Al-Qaeda when 9-11 happened, you know, that had a focal point in Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein when it came to Iraq or Muammar Gaddafi, who we shall do a deep shall dive into, who was the focal point when it came to Libya. You know, with Hamas up until now, it's been just this entity. And, you know, I've said it before, it's kind of like the boogeyman. You you always do need an, en- an enemy in order to have war, obviously. But Hamas has been sort of this kind of strange I don't even know how to describe it, but but I don't think the American public can wrap their mind around it enough versus if there is an individual that is the head of it. And again, the Osama bin Laden is probably the best example. I mean, that dude's face was on T-shirts, dartboards, you know, milk cartons, all that stuff. And so yesterday, Israel killed a Hamas commander It was one of their main commanders. And then the interesting part about this was it was in Beirut, which is in Lebanon. And so this did not even happen in Gaza. It happened in Beirut, which is in Lebanon. And then Beirut and Lebanon are really supported by Hezbollah, which is that other other militant organization that hates Israel. And so... Oh man, who knows what's going to happen next? This literally could erupt into something even worse and move from Gaza to basically the northern border of Israel and Lebanon. And I do see that happening. But the other thing is, you may have started to see this guy's name, Yaya Sinwar. Yaya Sinwar. So that dude now is I guess the head of Hamas, but you are you are seeing him front and center a lot more. And I said this in that previous episode, I said, I feel like they need a, you know, you need somebody to hate and it's hard to hate an organization. Well, unless you're the New England Patriots, a lot of people hate them, but that was in the Brady Belichick years, maybe not so much. Who else? What other sports teams do people hate? Oh, the Cowboys. Maybe they hate they hate the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? I do like that line. That's actually pretty funny. Anyway, all right. Sorry, I got off track there. Bottom line is this Yaya Sinwar guy is now the focal point, and I think you're going to start seeing that name. I mean, that name is going to blow up. They're going to put him on the map and he is going to be quote unquote, the guy that they need to take down. So here's the thing. Supposedly that guy lives in Qatar. Some people call it Qatar. I call it Qatar. I think it sounds nicer. Supposedly he lives there and he's a multi-billionaire. Now what's weird to me is Qatar. Some people call it Qatar. I call it Qatar. 
it's a little shit country that is ridiculously rich because of their oil supply. And the only reason they're rich because of their oil supply is because they play ball with the United States when it comes to oil. So all the United States, in my opinion, ever had to do is say, hey, hand over your boy Yaya on a silver platter to us or else we're going to sanction you to kingdom come and we're not we're not going to buy your oil anymore and you know you're going to all your luxurious lives are going to go to pieces you know that to me i don't know that's why i think there's so much stuff behind the curtain that goes on because again it seems like Okay, if Yahya Sinwar is the leader of Hamas, and if that's the guy you want, and if he is buried up in a mansion in Qatar, that to me seems so easy to flesh that guy out by putting tremendous economic and then military pressure on this tiny, tiny country that's, I think, smaller than Rhode Island. I mean, come on, that's, that just doesn't make sense to me. By the way, I did this, gosh, many episodes ago, and a lot of you liked it, so I thought I would bring it back, but I did want to read some headlines just to show you the, you know, the variation between how the left, right, and center news outlets report things. So for example, with Harvard President Claudine Gay resigning, you know, the top headline is obviously her resigning, but then from the left, you've got the New York Times, and here's how they couched it. They said, Harvard president resigns after mounting plagiarism accusations. So I guess there were some additional plagiarism things that came out, but that stuff to me was kind of nonsense because they came out after the judicial hearings and after she, you know, got accused of being anti-Semitic. And then all of a sudden these plagiarism things come out almost like a secondary excuse to, to can her from the right. It says, Oh, here we go. This is actually great. This actually proves the point. So the left talked about plagiarism, which makes sense because a lot of these democratic, I guess, leaning folks are not pro-Israel. And what I'm realizing is they're not pro-Netanyahu. They're not pro-Netanyahu right-wing organization. So that makes sense that the New York Times, which is left-leaning, basically blamed it on plagiarism. And then from the right, Fox News, Harvard President Claudine Gay resigns amid anti-Semitism and then plagiarism controversies. But they threw anti-Semitism in there and then from the center, from CNBC, they were pretty bland about it. Harvard University President Claudine Gay resigning her post, reports say. So anyway, that does kind of reinforce another thing that I think is interesting, and that is the anti-Semitism talk. Man, it really is centered in the right. Centered in the right. That's funny. I shouldn't use centered, but it's it's in the right, the Republican Party, all of the Republican pundits, basically anybody that is right-leaning and then Christian, that's the group of folks that, quite frankly, anything that is said against Israel, against Jewish people, 
immediately gets lumped as anti-Semitic, whereas you don't see that on the left. You just don't. You don't see that from the left-leaning politicians, except John Fetterman. That dude seems like he's broken rank with the progressive left and seems to be all about Israel. But the fact that that guy is a United States senator still boggles my mind. All right, so let me do the same for that Bill Clinton-Epstein thing. So again, remember the headline or the what we're talking about is Bill Clinton, and then Prince Andrew was lumped with Clinton. He's been in that mix a long time too, but it says expected to be named as Epstein Associates. So from the right, Fox News, Bill Clinton to be identified in previously redacted Jeffrey Epstein documents. Okay, from the left, it says... And this is ABC News court documents naming Jeffrey Epstein's associates to be unsealed. So so that's again, this is this is interesting stuff. So ABC News does not mention Bill Clinton's name at all, whereas Fox News literally leads with Bill Clinton. And then News Nation, you know what? News Nation is pretty right-leaning. Their title is Bill Clinton, one of the names mentioned in Epstein documents. But you know what? I don't like that one. I I, I would cons- I consider News Nation right-leaning. So that one kind of makes sense in terms of that. Another headline that I did want to share, because I do think this is relevant and interesting, and something that might have a might have some repercussions. And that is the Israeli Supreme Court strikes down controversial judicial reform. I forget which episode I talked about, but I know I've played clips from 60 Minutes and several other things where prior to October 7th, you know, there was chaos going on in Israel with this attempt by Netanyahu and the right wing administration there to basically overhaul the Supreme Court and pretty much strip away their ability to monitor the presidency. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. They were, you know, Netanyahu wanted to kind of weaken the Supreme Court, which at I guess in Israel is liberal left left leaning. So that's kind of a check and balance if you think about it. If you've got a very right wing administration and then a left leaning Supreme Court, maybe that is a good thing to have a check and balance like that. But it looks like, you know, one of the, yeah, we got, we talked about this a lot now that I think about it, you know, obviously when things erupted on October 7th, all of those protests went away and supposedly those protests were, you know, anywhere from, you know, a hundred to 400,000 Israelis that were, were basically against what Netanyahu was trying to do. So let's go let's go to some headlines here. So from the left it says and this is Axios, it says Israeli Supreme Court strikes down Bibi's controversial judicial overhaul law. Okay. Pretty 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 succinct from the center Israel Supreme Court strikes down judicial reforms. That's from BBC News. You know, they don't really mention Netanyahu or Bibi's name in that. And then from the right, Fox News. All right, let's see what these guys say, because Fox News is is all Israel all the time, unequivocal support. It says, Israeli Supreme Court hands Netanyahu a loss on judicial overhaul as Hamas war rages. 
So that's pretty interesting that they throw in the as Hamas war rages. Maybe that's a way to buffer the quote unquote loss that they put in there. But I thought that was a, you know, another example of just how headlines matter. Headlines matter because again, most people these days are just skimming the news. They're just skimming for headlines. And so when they read those headlines, you know, they'll take that headline and that will be their visceral zero to a hundred reaction on social media. And that, that seriously is why this, there's so much arguments and stuff because people don't take the time to dig deeper. They don't take the time to really go, go even into the article many times. All right, here's another interesting piece of news. I just want to plant this seed because I do think this is going to kind of become part of the news cycle here pretty quick, but it's it's the the situation between China and Taiwan. Again, I've done two episodes so far on China. But to summarize, China wants Taiwan to formally become part of China again. Taiwan right now obviously is almost like an independent city-state inside of China, but then Xi Jinping says, hey, this unification is inevitable ahead of Taiwan's elections. So let's do, let's do this exercise again. From the left, Axios, it says Xi vows China and Taiwan will, quote, surely be reunified, unquote, in New Year's speech. From the right, this is Fox News, China's Xi Jinping says Taiwan will surely be reunified in year-end address. Okay, pretty similar. From the center, this is Reuters, China's Xi says reunification with Taiwan is inevitable. Okay, there is an example where the right, left, and center pretty much are saying the same thing, and I think this is going to heat up a little bit because the U.S., you know, they really kind of like how they give their unequivocal support to Ukraine and Israel. They've vowed to support Taiwan and they've even lumped Taiwan into those, those spending, those omnibus spending packages that they're trying to pass. If you remember in one of the episodes last year, I think in October sometime after President Biden's Oval Office address. He even said, I, I want a hundred billion dollars. I'm asking Congress for a hundred billion dollars for Ukraine now plus Israel. And then he lumped in Taiwan and the Southern border. So anyway, all right, those are the major pieces of news. I thought I would just catch you guys up on that again, quick and easy one today. Let you get back to enjoying this light week. I will say I am doing research on a deep shallow dive exclusive on the Southern border. So I'll try to maybe see if I can get that done this week, but otherwise keep calling a spade a spade. Keep enjoying this first week. If you have not weighed yourself yet, I would like to ask that of you, get access to a scale, weigh yourself, even if you don't want to weigh yourself at all, again, till next year, this time, that's totally fine. Or the end of the year, I'm just asking you to weigh yourself one time. If you haven't made a doctor's appointment, make a doctor's appointment, get a physical, get your blood tests, tell me your blood type, feel free to, if there's any other AB positive blood types out there, let me know. We can rejoice in that. And that's about it, man. Call a spade a spade. 
Talk to you soon. This episode was brought to you by Boost Liquid Vitamins. Wake up, take your boost, start your day. Drink your vitamins, build your immune system with Boost. Available on Boost.com.